This is the Fearless Presentations Podcast, the fastest, easiest way to reduce public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stannard. Welcome back, everybody. This is Doug Stannard with Fearless Presentations, and this is the Fearless Presentations podcast brought to you by fearlesspresentations.com. Hey, just as an FYI, for those of you who enjoy listening to the Fearless Presentations podcast and you're like, hey, what else do these guys do? You know, we're most known for our two-day Fearless Presentations classes. There are public speaking classes that are that are held pretty much all over the, the world, really, all over the United States, Canada, Europe. Uh, and in fact, we, if you are listening to this sometime around the time of the recording, we're recording this in December of 2017, and we have a number of classes coming up in January of 2018. The ones that are kind of most prominent are the, are the, the, the first one is the Dallas class, which is going to be in our home office on January 18th and 19th. We also have one in Washington, D.C. and one in Boston on the same days. So those are January 18th and 19th. Uh, in addition to that, late January, we have a class in Los Angeles and another one in Kansas City. We're also going to be in Columbus and Chicago, Miami, all those in February. So got a number of classes coming up. If you're listening to this at some time in the, in the distant future, just go to fearlesspresentations.com and you'll be able to access our upcoming class schedule from pretty much any page on, on the, the website. Um, and it, one of the what, what we're actually going to cover today on the podcast is something a little different. Most of the time, when folks are tuning in the podcast, they're, they're tuning in to kind of hear how to either overcome public speaking fear or to be a better presenter, but be a better public speaker. Um, I think we're going to cover something a little different today. We're going to cover the why. You know, why exactly do we need to study and be a better public speaker? There's a number of different assets that people acquire when they become better public speakers, and we're going to talk about some of those things. We also have an interesting kind of tech find. This is one of our kind of self-promoting tech finds. Um, we, we do a lot of uh, research on the different things that are out there to help people with with public speaking and presenting. And one of the things that we sometimes kind of forget to do is kind of tell you guys about some of the stuff that's on our own website. So this week's tech find is right there on the Fearless Presentations website. So the tech find this week is actually what we call our speech creator. This is actually something that we we created this. I, my guess is sometime around a decade ago, and put it up on our website. So it's it's seen a lot of different formats in the last decade or so. But the reason why we created it was that folks would come through our two day fearless presentations class, and they would say, they would say, well, this is great. We got a manual here with an outline that you can that you can kind of go through and organize a, a speech very quickly and easily. But what happens when I get back home? What do I use? And I was like, well, you know, it's it's actually fairly simple. I mean, you could do this on pencil and paper if you want, or you can actually do this on a, on a slide in your PowerPoint slideshow. You you don't necessarily need, you know, the the outline that we're giving you in the fearless presentations class. 
You can recreate it on your own. But still, we wanted to give our, our customers, our, our clients, our folks, our participants that were in the, the classes something to really help them out. So we created the speech creator. And, and when we created it, we kind of just put it up on the website thinking that, you know, if we tell some of our students about it, that a few of them may use it sometime in the, in the near future. Didn't realize how big this thing was going to get, though. Um, apparently, this is one of the most frequently searched for web pages on on Google. And so as a result, we get hundreds and sometimes thousands of people every single day actually coming on to the speech creator page just to actually try to organize a, a speech and a, and a, um, a presentation. Um, and the reason why is because it's really simple. It's just kind of fill in the blank. At the, at the very top of the page, you get a, um, it just basically asks you to put your, your first name and your email. That's just so that we have some way to send you the outline. So this is going to create a, a speech outline, and it, it, we have to send it to you in some way. So you have to put your email address in there in order for this to work. But basically, it's going to ask you a few questions to help you really clarify your thoughts about who you're presenting to and why. So it's going to ask you things like, who's your audience? And then what's your speech title? And then it's going to ask you to go back and really create a better speech title so that you end up with something that's going to work really well on the slide. So it's a step-by-step process that it, it takes you through to help you help you really design that that speech in a very quick and very efficient way. And and so basically there are, I'm looking at the page right now, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, maybe 13 or 14 different questions that it's going to ask you, including two of those, which is your name and your email address. So just in just a few questions, you kind of answer those questions and hit the submit button and it will send you an outline of a, of a speech that you can use that you can actually just copy that outline over and put it on as a slide in your slideshow and, it, and it'll make you a, a pretty good effective speech um, now obviously you, this is going to be a very simplistic kind of way of designing a speech so it's best used for you know short speeches maybe 10 minutes or less but you can actually use the same techniques that are in here to help you really clarify your thoughts to do an hour-long keynote speech if you want to. So it's it's not really that hard to kind of alter the, the speech creator to make it to where it fits different types of speeches that you can give. So so give it a shot. Go to uh, basically you can find this at fearlesspresentations.com slash online dash speech dash creator. Or you can just go on to fearlesspresentations.com. Type in speech creator into the search bar, and it'll be one of the first things that, that pops up. So hopefully you get some good value out of that. So the topic that we're going to cover today, like I said, is going to be a little bit different than what we cover on on most of the, the podcasts here. Most of the podcasts, we're covering techniques on how to be a better speaker or what to do when you're up in front of a group. Today we're going to focus more on the why. The why do we need a, a better to be a better public speaker? And the, the first thing that we really want to focus on is the real downfall of having that nervousness. Um, one of the things that we kind of figured out very early on, and one of the reasons why we started focusing a lot early, or at least I did anyway, early in my career in helping people overcome public speaking fear, was that that fear and nervousness is one of those things that can be a real downfall to folks. Most people kind of feel that nervousness. Some people hide it a little bit better than others. But the the big thing about the fear and nervousness that you have when you're speaking in front of a group is that when the audience sees it, they, they judge your competence based on the confidence that you're presenting with. So if you are presenting in, in a timid way or if your voice is shaky or if you have shaky hands or one of those kind of nervous things that happen to us when we get in front of a group, 
When the audience sees that, they're going to form a judgment about how effective you are at whatever it is that you do. So, I mean, think about this. If you, if you were to, um, let's say that you, you, God forbid, something happens and you got sick and your surgeon walks into your, your hospital room and he comes up to you and he says, I, uh, I, I understand that uh, you're uh, going to be going through um, surgery with me um, 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 tomorrow. And then while you're while he's saying that to you, you see his hands start to get a little shaky. I mean, there's a good chance that almost immediately you're going to look for a second opinion, maybe even a third opinion after that. You're going to judge that surgeon's competence based on the confidence that he or she is presenting to you when they when when that person kind of comes in the room. And and guess what? Your your audiences are are making those same judgments of you. So it's very key to our success to be a great presenter, no matter what it is that we do. Um, it could be as simple as just being like, for instance, uh, let's say you're, you're in, in a part-time job working at a, at a fast food restaurant or something like that. You know, the, if you think about how much of the, the customer satisfaction is really dependent upon the workers that are there, how courteous are they? How um, how confident do they appear? How do, how do they how are they communicating effectively when they're taking your order and that kind of thing? You know, so even just little things like that can be very helpful in, in our careers. What we find is that the people who speak more clearly and more efficiently and more confidently tend to be able to to progress through the ranks in just about any organization much more quickly than the folks who are more timid or more nervous in front of a group. So if you're feeling that nervousness at all, make sure and spend some time with us on the Fearless Presentations podcast. Make sure and attend. Uh, you can attend one of our two-day classes or, or do something, though. Go get, do something to really conquer that fear. Um, I'll, I'll give you a, a quick example from my own life about how important this is and, and the big changes that can be made when you when you kind of create that that mentality that you're not, not going to be nervous, that you're not going to be timid. Um, I've told you guys before, and if you haven't heard it yet, the, the story about my first internship when I was uh, I was working for a big, I was working for Atlantic Ridgefield, Arco Oil and Gas, and I had to uh, give a presentation at the end of the, the, the three-month internship over the summer. And when I walked into the room, there was, you know, executives from Bakersfield. There was my boss and my boss's boss and the person who was in charge of the of the intern program and about 12, I think there was 11, 12 of us total, so 11 other interns in the room. So it was a jam-packed kind of conference room. And the thing about it was is that since I, since I did so poorly in that presentation, since I was, I was so nervous, I was talking so fast, I don't think I was very clear. I don't think it was very easy for people to understand me. I was embarrassed at the end of that presentation. And, and I, I made a, a, a vow to myself. You know, I knew that was such a failure at such an early stage in my career that I vowed that I was never, ever going to do that again. I was never going to to have that that embarrassment occur and uh, again and so basically what I did was I did a ton of studying over that next year it really for the next 10 years but I did a, a ton of studying I, I've read tons of books I, I went to every seminar that I could anything that I could do and by the way I'm a, I was at the time I was a poor college kid I was not making a whole lot of money so I was doing whatever it took to actually overcome that nervousness and fear the neat thing was though was that the, um, during the, the school year, uh, I got a, um, um, an opportunity anyway to, to apply for a, an award. 
uh, based on my curriculum, and uh, and I ended up winning. So I ended up getting like International Student of the Year for my degree. So basically, out of all the schools in the world that had that degree, they were choosing me as the as the top student. And um, as a reward, I got to fly into Houston and give an acceptance speech. <laughs> By the way, I was terrified. I'm going, holy cow! Now this is but this is maybe uh, almost 12 months since the time that I had that that terrible experience at, at Arco, that I was now flying into Houston at this international international conference. There were, I think there were six or 700 people in the audience, you know, versus the 20 or 30 that were in the, the smaller one where I didn't do so well. And, but because of the study and because of the, the, um, the um, preparation that I made prior to that, I ended up doing a, a, a pretty good job, I guess, anyway, of delivering my, my acceptance speech. The funny thing about that story, though, was that there was a young lady that was, um, that was one of the executives in, at ARCO who was actually at that meeting. And she had actually taken over the position for uh, as the uh, the person who was in charge of the intern program at Arco, and when um, when Arco actually came back the next year that summer, and um, or the, prior to that summer anyway, but came back to my school and was um, take, interviewing folks to have the the second year of internship or the the next internship anyway. Um, they didn't even they didn't even even interview me, so I was embarrassed. You know, it was it was a big failure, and and it was this lady that was one of the ladies that made the decision. To not bring me on, and 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 so I'm I, I didn't know that by the way at the time. I kind of figured that out later later on, kind of piecing it together in my mind. Because when I met her at the at the at the meeting, I you know I didn't understand. I didn't know that she had had the new position as the as the person who was in charge of the intern program. And um, and when I, when I so I just went up and said hi to her, and I asked her you know what was going on, and she kind of told me she was in charge of the intern program, and that's when it kind of dawned on me that she was the person who actually kept me from getting that second year of internship, uh, or one of one of the reasons anyway. And what was funny though is she said, "Well, why are you here?" And I said, "Well, yeah, I'm getting International Student of the Year award." And so and I kind of smiled. She looked at me and she went, "You, you?" It was like it was like you really what what. You know, it was one of those things that I think it kind of shocked her and, and surprised her. And, um, and I, you know, and I, so I felt like uh, when I when I got up on stage and I, and I gave the award or accepted the award anyway, I thought that I that I, you know, really had had come a long way in such a short period of time. You can do that, too, by the way. It doesn't matter what kind of failures you've had in the past in front of a group. You can always train more. You can always practice more. You can always get better. And every time you get better, you're going to be presenting yourself in a more confident way when you're up in front of a group. So in addition, by the way, to having that fear kind of hold you back, one of the other kind of reasons why you want to study presentation skills is because, you know, the business world is competitive. And and what we've kind of figured out is that all other things being equal, the person who communicates more effectively always gets ahead. So basically, you can have people that, that went to the same college, the same university, they study the same thing, they get the same exact grade point average during the interview process, who's going to get the job? The one who communicates more effectively. So, uh, and, and if you're in sales especially, or if you're in management, or if you want to, to kind of work your way up through management in, in a big company, you know, the, it's the same thing with the interview process. You know, there might be two folks who have been with the company an equal number of years, 
and they're both up for a promotion, who's going to get the job? You know, the person who communicates better, the person who deals with people better. Those, those kind of things are are vital in our success as a as an as a uh, an entrepreneur, as an employee, as a salesperson, as a as a student. By the way, you know, all of those things are really important. So, so make sure and spend time really studying the um, the the speaking gig. You know, the speaking the speaking world. Look for what's new out there. Look for the things that are happening that can help you create a more effective role, have a more effective role in your organization and, and in your company. By the way, one of the things that we've done recently is we've added a few new simple videos on the homepage of the fearlesspresentations.com website. Uh, basically, you can just go, there's there's uh, three or four different videos that you can click on. One of them is where public speaking fear comes from and how to overcome it. There are other things that are on there that will really help you clarify the value of, of being a better public speaker. They're really short. They're less than five minutes uh, each, so I think you'll get some good value out of that. If you have topics that you want us to cover, make sure and send us an email at podcast at fearlesspresentations.com. We check all those, by the way, and we get a bunch, but we check all of those, and a lot of the topics that we're coming up with now really come from those suggestions from, from folks who are actually listening to the podcast, so make sure and do that. If you haven't already subscribed to the podcast, make sure and subscribe because we got new topics coming out every single single week. We've got new tech finds coming out every week. And so there's lots of good information coming in. If you're subscribed to the podcast and every time a new podcast comes out, it will automatically download on your on your iPhone or on your Android phone, that kind of thing. And it makes it a whole lot easier to get access to the information much more quickly. So we'll see you on the next Fearless Presentations podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.